The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Thursday night throwdown has begun. Sirius XM Channel 159 countdown to the National Hockey League trade deadline continues. And there's been one deal after another. We've got late night hockey going on as we speak right now. We'll keep our eye on it, including the Vancouver Canucks and the Minnesota Wild, the Montreal Canadiens, and the Los Angeles Kings. Jonathan Quick, of course, got dealt uh, by the Los Angeles Kings to Columbus. We said last night we think he's probably going to get flipped. He did get flipped, and he got flipped back to the West Coast of all places to the Las Vegas Golden Knights as it is right now Minnesota's up 2-1 on Vancouver Montreal and the aforementioned Los Angeles Kings tied at one the St. Louis Blues are up on SJ Sharkey right now in the second period and the Boston Bruins become the quickest team in NHL history to 100 points so far so good so what in the immortal words of Dave Mustaine and Megadeth yeah whatever you got to, to 100 points league uh with the the point format uh that they have nba basketball the los angeles clippers are doing what the los angeles clippers do lose uh right now the golden state warriors are taking it uh to the clip uh, show and they're 0 three coming into tonight's game since since they brought russell westbrook in and it's not really russell westbrook's fault uh, they're losing, but the fact of the matter is they are losing, and this team just doesn't have the next gear. There is no switch that can be you know they're they, you know you watch this team play and Westbrook people say oh they haven't won since Westbrook got there. I you know listen I've been watching Kawhi since he was at San Diego State. Kawhi Leonard is tired, and I think Kawhi Leonard made a terrible career decision. In leaving the Toronto Raptors, he didn't have to be a Raptor for life, but they should have tried to run it back at least. But truth be told, the Toronto Raptors dodged a massive bullet in not paying this guy like $500 million to play in 60 games. Speaking of the Toronto Raptors, Raptors lose to the Washington Wizards. And nobody's really paying attention to this, but the Wizards don't suck. And the Wizards, you know, they've got talent. On the floor of this team, well, Kuzma can ball, Porzingis can ball. We know, you know, we know what Bradley Beal uh, can do. This team never has good chemistry, and then, you know, going back to the Gilbert Arenas days when he pulled a gun on one of his teammates in in the, in the room. But this team, they finally seem to have found something uh, right now, 
in Washington, and I knew it wasn't going to be an easy game uh, for the Raptors. A little bit disappointed that Washington won as easily as they did. It was 119-108, and really the final score really wasn't a true indication of this basketball game. Washington went wire to wire in this game. Dallas Mavericks go wire to wire. This is Sports Rage, the Thursday night throwdown. The pits, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, wherever you may be joining us on Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks. We've got a full house on the program tonight. Brent Sobleski is in Indianapolis for the Combine. He's going to step up and in and join us. We break it down. There's a lot of news from Indianapolis. Quarterback set to throw on Saturday. So Brent Sobleski from the Bleacher Report. We've got the National Football League covered. Big Card Julio, JN Reports, Julio Rosario, play-by-play voice of the Windy City Bulls of the G League, and also a uh, Sports Rage aficionado and uh, D-Gen, uh, Big Card Julio uh, in the house. So Big Card Julio throws it down with us. We'll get to all of his best bets for the weekend. Every Thursday, we talk some soccer, what's going on on the pitch, best bets. MLS is back. It was a pretty wild weekend of MLS soccer. In week one last week, Angelo Zara steps up and in and joins us. We got Robert Ferrigno uh, from Doc Sports. We'll talk college basketball. It's a wild night uh, tonight. Illinois and Michigan went to double overtime. Illinois end up getting it done when it's all said and done. And I, you know, I don't think that this loss is like any sort of nail in Michigan's coffin or anything like that. Listen, man, you go into Illinois, you go to double overtime, and anybody that watched that game saw that game could have won either way. It was a great game. Michigan are going to get in. The question is, are Michigan actually going to be playing in that Dayton in the first four? Are they going to play in Dayton, or are they actually going uh, to get in? But there's still a lot of basketball left uh, to be played. Final week in a play, and then, of course, we get to the conference tournament action. Some conference tournaments have already begun. We'll break it down. We'll get you the point spreads. We'll give you some picks. Uh, as well. Los Angeles Clippers and the Golden State Warriors throwing it down uh, right now in the Bay, and it's more uh, Sacramento who's uh, getting it done. Uh, Sacramento uh, right now a a three seed. The Los Angeles Clippers falling fast. The Golden State Warriors and, you know, Warriors are starting to get into like must-win territory uh, right now with or without uh, Steph Curry. And we were talking about a future a day keeps the bookie away. And we're thinking that the Sacramento Kings, 125 to 1, might be on the menu tonight. We'll get into this. Luka Doncic goes off tonight, 42 points. So did Kyrie. This is this is how the Mavericks are going to have to win. Outscore you. This is sports rage. Vengo rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. I said this before. I said there's something about hockey fans that uh, it gets hostile. It's like soccer. Like NFL, people will argue about the NFL, but it's not the same. You know what I mean? Like, people don't take it personal. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you tell a Cowboy fan the Cowboys suck, they'll be like, yeah, I know, we got to get better, and right? You tell, like, uh, like hockey fans get, like, lit up somehow. And uh, we've got our boy Mike in Boston uh, right now celebrating the Boston Bruins, which, okay, listen, the Boston Bruins have had a great year. There's, you know, They were the quickest team in NHL history to 100 points. You've got to tip your cap to them for that. We should note, we should note, right? You get a point for losing now. So this whole quickest 200 point thing, I don't care, right? Like whatever. They're not coming close to like what the Montreal Canadiens did, who were the greatest team of all time. Um, the the 77, 78 team, right? Like you you didn't you didn't get a point for losing then, right? Like think about the stupidity of this. I swear, man, like. Some of these things that these commissioners and leagues have come up with, how about we give you a point for losing? How about we don't? How about that? How about we don't do that? Don't even, you know, I want to get started on the baseball stuff. (laughs) Now let's bitch about hockey rules. But there is a perception that I somehow, like, hate the Boston Bruins. I don't hate the Boston Bruins. I really don't. I don't have, like, some dis... I put it this way. I dislike the New England Patriots a lot more than the Boston Bruins. I don't, like, I don't, uh, I think it's a misconception, actually. I'm not a fan of the Boston Bruins, right? I don't feel sorry for them when they lose. But at the same point in time, like, the Bruins, like, they haven't, the, the Bruins... The Bruins haven't been a thorn in my side in my life. I'm a Montreal Canadian fan. We got Don Cherry fired. Like we own your ass. Look up to like the playoff history. What's the what's the, what what is it? Thirty two to six or something all time in the playoffs. Like you know what I mean? Like as a kid, I used to feel sorry for the Bruins actually because the Canadians would beat them all the time, and I was just a dumb kid and I felt bad for them until um, I realized I shouldn't. Right. If I, you know what, like the, I don't like the Patriots, uh, I like the Patriots, but I didn't mind the Patriots when I was a kid. I just, you know, I just thought their fans were obnoxious jackasses that didn't go to games until they were good. I've defended Boston. In fact, the other night when we were talking about like, what's the hockey, hockey towns and stuff, Montreal's the hockey mecca, you know what I mean? That's, you know, the kingpin, but I'd say in the U.S., Boston Minnesota's great, but you look at, like, Boston, you know, Boston University, Boston College, Boston Bruins. They support all types of hockey there. Youth hockey's big. And the other thing is, like, with the Boston Bruins, they've got, like, dedicated fans, right? Like, if the Bruins suck, they still go. They'll boo them, and they'll, you know what I mean? But they'll still go, right? Like, they, Boston's a great sports town, obviously, one of the best. But as far as the Bruins are concerned, 
they're one of these teams, they really haven't won that much. You know what I mean? Like, despite all the winning, they don't win, right? It's one of these deals. Like, if you like, if you think back, like the L.A. Kings, right? The L.A. Kings and, and, and the Chicago Blackhawks, right? You know, that, that sort of mini dynasty and stuff like that. You sort of figure, like, Boston is in that conversation, right? You're like, yeah, aren't they always in the cup and stuff? Yeah, they lose, right? They lost. They lost to St. Louis. They don't make it. They got bounced, right? They've, they've got one cup to show for this. Let's just call it out for what it is. They've got that one cup to show for it, and it caused a riot in Vancouver after. <laughs> People in Vancouver are super chill till the Canucks lose, and then they, they burnt the city down. Um, but as far as I notice a, a trend here, and everything is the same in sport, Philadelphia Eagle fan got super cocky, man, right before the Super Bowl. Oh, well, we're clearly the best team. Oh, well, we're clearly the best. And I remember everybody's Super Bowl week, and we had a lot of – we were on Media Row. We had a lot of smart people on. Well, you know, Philadelphia is clearly the better team. And what did I say? I said, how are they the better team? They have the same record, yet Kansas City play in a tougher division in conference. Like, what do you mean they're like the better team? Right, like there's this this sort of like people get into this perception and oh well Philadelphia is going to win and you know and now and and Eagle fan remember Eagle fan before they were just praying to God they didn't get blown out by the Patriots in the Super Bowl six years ago or five years ago whatever 2017 and 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 now this year coming into the Super Bowl man they thought they dude they were already like they already greased the poles they planned the parade they planned the parade it's the best way of putting it. People in Philadelphia plan the parade. All you Eagle fans, fly, Eagle, fly, blah, Jalen Hurts is better than none, blah, blah, blah. Our defensive line is oh, second to none. The deepest roster in the history of football. Unstoppable. Jalen Hurts should be a favorite against Patrick Mahomes. How'd that work out? And now I hear the same yapping from Bruin fans. Oh, yeah, how about those Bruins, Marenzi? Oh, yeah. Wait till you win the Dan Cup, then come back and troll me, and I'll, I'll say, you know what? Congratulations to your effing Bruins. Until then, hey, let's, 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 let's wait till the playoffs start, all right? It happens all the time. The President's Cup curse is real. And the President's Cup is, uh, it's what they give you. It's, the, it's the, the award for having the best record. It's the award, you, you, they, they give this. So they haven't been doing this forever. They've been doing this for 36 years, okay? So that's just long enough. So they, 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 the team with the best, so we, whatever. We're going to say, I don't care about your President's Cup. But we could just tell you point blank. All right. Over the last 36 years, the team with the best record in the NHL has won the Stanley Cup eight times. I wouldn't want to have the best record, personally. As somebody that's followed the National Hockey League my entire life and been around it my entire life, I've seen it time and time and time and time and time and time and time again. The NHL is not like other sports. The NHL, like, eight can beat one easily. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's intimidated by anybody. That's the thing. The Boston Bruins are awesome. 
But once they get into the playoffs, like they're going to be playing like good teams every night and the same team every night. And if somebody gets injured and, and you know what I mean, just the, the wheels start falling off, momentum switches, you're hot until you're not, you peak too soon, right? Oh, my God, we won, you know, 58 games this year. Now suddenly we're in a four-game losing streak. We're out of the playoffs. It happens all the time. The last 36 years, the team with the best record in the NHL has only won the Stanley Cup eight times. And in fact, the last team to do it was 11 years ago. The Chicago Blackhawks, 2012-2013. And that was a a strike-shortened, lockout-shortened season. So, as I stated, Bruin fans... And I've got nothing against you or the team. I, you know what I mean? How do you do? You guys like the Montreal Canadiens? No. So 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 what? I like how people get offended sometimes if you don't like their team and stuff. Yeah, like you know, like fans can be the biggest douchebag fan bases in the world, but they don't get they. How dare you not like us? I hate to tell you, Boston, but nobody likes you. It's not like it's a me thing. (laughs) Unless you live in Boston, nobody likes any Boston teams besides the Bruins are super popular in parts of Canada. (laughs) Those are the people that hate the Canadian teams. Bring it. (laughs) SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. I'm a rageaholic. <laughs> I just can't live without Rage Hall. <laughs> oh, yeah. The late night anger management class, the first night throwdown. This is Portrait. Brent Sobleski will join us live from Indianapolis. We've had Rick Saratella there on the scene, and now we got Brent Sobleski from the Bleacher Report. Uh, we'll talk some NFL draft, NFL football. Interesting stuff developing in Baltimore, actually. Like, they've got a fire going on in the backyard. Actually, I should say it's on the front yard, actually. It was in the backyard before. It spread to the front yard. Now all the neighbors are watching. And now, like, you've got, like, second fires breaking out all over the place. Now, Rashad Bateman basically told the general manager of the Baltimore Ravens to shut the F up today and said, shut up and pay the quarterback and stop ripping your own team all the time. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get to that after. All right, a lot of stuff to get to. 
Um, we were talking about the Boston Bruins, and, and like I said, I got nothing against the Bruins. I'm just telling Bruin fans, don't get too excited. In the history of the NHL, there's been third, the last 36 years, they've been doing the President's Cup for 36 years. The, the, the team that had the best record in the NHL in the regular season only won the Stanley Cup eight out of the last 36 times. That's what I'm telling you, Bruin fan, because you sound like Eagle fan right now, and we know how that ended. Right, let's talk some college basketball. Uh, right now, let's bring in a Robert Ferrigno from Doc Sports. Robert, welcome to the Rage. How you doing tonight? Let's do this thing. Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. How you doing? Hey, we're ready to rock. We've been uh, man. There's a ton of. It's almost overkill, but I like it. People think when NFL football's over, that um, that everything is slowing down. It's actually picked up, man. You got a million conference tournaments going on: NBA basketball, NHL hockey, XFL football, but. Let's get into uh, some some college basketball um, right now. Actually, you know what? I'm on Arizona uh, right now. 14 minutes left, everybody. They're up by 10. They're laying 8.5 right now. In-game total is 151.5. Are you looking at the live board right now, Robert? Does anything catch your eye tonight? Love me, so, love me some Arizona. I feel like people are, are sleeping on them a little bit. They're going to be a Final Four pick of mine. Really excited to see what they do in that game against UCLA. On, on Saturday, UCLA fell behind like 12 to two early against Arizona State. You know, Arizona State was riding high from that ridiculous win over Arizona, that fluke win, really uh, last weekend. But then UCLA slammed the door, came back, beat them by like 17, something like that. So that Arizona UCLA game is going to be an absolute battle. Both of those teams will be will be in the Elite Eight. You know, there's going to be a lot of talk about, oh, this ACC team, or, oh, can Purdue do this out of the Big Ten? And who's coming out of the SEC? Forget about that. Like, two of your Elite Eight teams are going to be coming from the Pac-12. There's some good basketball on the West Coast right now, right? Like, you know, UCLA are, are championship material, Arizona are championship material. I'm not going to say the San Diego State Aztecs are championship material, but the Mountain West has... Yeah, yeah, it's been a very good conference. And I said the other day on a show, actually, I said I've, I said I can see San Diego State into the Sweet 16, and then potentially, you know, potentially winning. And everybody on the on on the air was surprised. They're like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah, I, I don't see any reason why San Diego State don't get through the first weekend of the tournament." What do you think? I mean, like I said, dude, the they're, the, their coach is a tournament-tested coach, comes from the Michigan yeah. tree. And this is a different team, bro. They still play defense, but they can score, and they picked up the tempo. They're a dangerous team, and they're going to cause teams that haven't played them before problems. They will have a scoring drought in one of their games, but I'm telling you now, I wouldn't be shocked if this team wins three games in the tournament. Look, they defend. They're experienced. They're the number 20 most experienced team in the country with four senior starters, and then their sixth man is also a senior. We're talking super seniors with a lot of these guys. They've been tested. You know, this is, this is my big knock against Gonzaga. People, people still wonder why Gonzaga hasn't won a national championship despite being number one overall seed and number one seed all these times. They don't get tested. Okay, San Diego State has been tested. The Mountain West is currently rated higher than the ACC, okay? It has been a better conference than the ACC. Now, I don't think it's better than the ACC, but I'm just telling you what the metrics are saying. The Mountain West should probably get four teams in there. I think that Utah State, Boise State, and San Diego State are teams that can not only make the tournament, 
but make it to the second weekend. And then you have teams like Nevada and New Mexico that they're tough. Like this is that tournament, that Mountain West tournament is probably one of the tournaments I am most excited to watch because I think there's going to be a lot of really good basketball and we might have a bid stealer come out of that conference. Let me ask you as we're conversation with Robert Frigno, uh, Doc Sports in the house. I am Gabriel Moretz. He's Sirius XM Channel 159. I agree with you as far as Gonzaga in the past, even though they did play, you know what I mean? They played non, you know, they played tough games earlier in the year. But if you're beating the crap out of everybody all year and then you find yourself in a close game, it's tough, that's right? You, you, yeah, yeah, it is. One thing, even that conference, bro, that's been much better basketball. St. Mary's are a good team. Loyola Marymount's had a nice year. Uh, Santa Clara, you know what I mean? Like, it's been the quality of play is, I think Gonzaga have boosted that that conference, their quality of play. They've gotten better, and Gonzaga should move on. But let me ask you, because Houston are almost a new Gonzaga, in my opinion, in that sense, right? They, they kind of are. They're not as flashy and sexy as Gonzaga have always been. But they're every year now they crushed everyone in their conference. They're they're the favorites to win the championship. They probably shouldn't be, but they are, even though they could. And you talk about the metrics and the Ken Palm fans and all people love that and top ten defense and both and all this. But let's be real. Look at the conference they play in, bro. Memphis, Tulane, Cincinnati, Temple, who they lost to, Wichita State, Central Florida, not, South not, Florida. Not, it's a it's a garbage conference. Let's just be real. It sucks. Yeah, ever since, ever since Connecticut ditched out of there and went out of the Big East, the AAC has been, you know, it's basically a little bit better version of Conference USA. Like, like I feel like if you stop someone on the streets of Vegas in a sports book and you threw a team at them and you were like, is this team in Conference USA or the American <laughs> oh, yeah. Athletic Conference? Well, don't do that to me. I have a problem now. They switch a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm saying. This is, this is what I'm saying. Like, the overwhelming majority of people are not going to get that right. So I hear what you're saying about Houston, but you know, the one thing that I will say about them is that no matter how high those numbers get set for Houston, they beat them. Okay. They're 17 point favorites. They win by 22. They're 21 point favorites. They win by 25. They absolutely bury teams. Okay. They humiliate teams. And that's, that's what I like to see. And you know, that's one of the things for your listeners out there. Like when you're looking bracket busters, when you're trying to gauge how teams from smaller conferences, how that's going to transition into the NCAA tournament, any team in their conference tournament that does not cover all three games, they're not for real. Okay. And any number one seed in a conference tournament that does not cover its first game, they're not for real. They're probably going to get upset at some point. So Houston's one of those teams that, you know, next week in the AAC tournament, they're going to come out and probably bury whoever they play in that first game. And that's just going to prove once again that they're for real. The Houston Cougars, I think they can win, as you stated. Um, This is a battle-tested team. They have postseason experience, an extremely experienced veteran team, guard play, a coach that's been there, done that before. But my 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 deal with Houston is, I don't think. And what are they plus six fifty right now? I don't think that they should be like listed. Like put it this way: like Kansas, I got Kansas at twelve to one, like two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, whatever. And I did get a piece of Houston at plus six fifty, just because it was annoying me, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to get it, just because they're going to make the final four. <laughs> it was one of those deals, don't yeah. you think? Yeah. Like Houston are making the final four, right? And then anything can happen. That's yeah. my, I guess that's my long winded take on Houston. They're going to get to the final four, and then anything can happen. Listen, listen, not just to you, but to anyone. Don't bet 
on teams to win the national championship. That, that, that's, that's not a good bet. That's not a good value bet. I go through this conversation with people come college football season every single year. Like They're like, who? what do you think of the odds to win the national championship? I think the odds are terrible. The odds should be at least five times more than what they what they are. Even on teams like Well, like most Houston of the time. Kansas, right? like, you well, understand. most of the time, Robert, a lot of times I'll say this. You can get the same odds. Like, put it this way. Like, the Buffalo Bills were the same damn freaking odds before the playoffs started as they were before the season started. So, a lot of times you wouldn't have to wait. But, but, I do believe, I do believe, I've become more of a future player. I Like, a good example is, like, UConn right right now. I grabbed a piece Mm -hmm. of UConn at 25 to 1. And I don't, I don't hedge games. Like I'm not one of these people that, oh, I have the over yeah. 158. I'm going to come in now 154 and a half. I'm kind of crazy. I'll go. No, no. I think it's going over again. But yeah, I don't yeah. have a problem of position betting like this, and getting a piece of the UConn at 25 to one, and putting me, just giving me an option, Robert, if they do make the Final Four against who they're playing in that game. Yeah, the hedge off on that, sure, absolutely. Like when it comes to futures, I love futures. I'm a big, big futures better. I'm very much a macro handicapper in that way, right? But I like season win totals. What's okay, your what? And, like and football, like college football, NFL football, you know, with college football is great, NFL, right, Robert? Because the season's so yeah, short. Yeah, all <laughs> like season season win totals that like that is a gold mine. But odds to win the championship never reflect what the actual odds are. Like even we're talking about the national championship. Do you know how many things have to happen right yeah. now for for even Houston or even Kansas, right, to win the national championship? You basically just and we're betting, Robert. As crazy six, as it is, six-game parlay. You just you just made a six-game parlay that pays out at twelve to one. Yeah, like, I get that. Eh? Yeah, six straight. Games. And also you know, put it in this context. Put it in this context too. And listen, uh, we're doing it. We've done it, but we're actually betting on something. Imagine someone telling you, "All right, you're going to bet on this, but you don't know who's playing who yet." Because clearly, once the freaking bracket set, someone's going to have a better path than someone else, right? Six-game parlay, but you don't know who you're playing. Yeah, don't love those odds. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Passes to the center, back to the wing, back to the center. Center holds it, holds it, holds it. Halfback, passes to center, back to wing, back to center. Center holds it, holds it, holds it! I can't bear this any longer, I'm leaving. Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Sports Rage. Should we say we don't want to play that song anymore? Even though it's my song, <laughs> we're banning my own music from the show. You know what? Well, we got to. Uh, we're going to reshuffle it. We'll reshuffle the deck over the weekend. 
Um, <laughs> Robert Ferrigno uh, joining us uh, right now from Doc Sports. Our DJ's having a little bit of a hard time this week, as we see. Um, like I said. Um, we're, we're, up to 11, bro. Yeah, yeah we're, we, we do. We like to. We like to. <laughs> it was just, we have a lot of restart, a lot of Listen, false, speaking of, false speaking starts. Of management, speaking of anger management, I'm a little salty because I lost my bet on SIU Edwardsville today, little OVC quarterfinal. They, they, they used the ultimate college basketball momentum play in the first half. That was their starting power forward, punched a guy on UT Martin in the face, got kicked out, <laughs> launched them. Like they, they took off. They were down eight early in that game. Took over, had to lead the entire second half, threw up on themselves in the last 90 seconds, lost the game by six. So there you I go. Tell that, people, that, that punch momentum only lasted so long. When people say, oh, basketball is soft nowadays, I say it's not really soft when they play. But if you've noticed, there, because there's been more fights in basketball in college than the NBA in a long time, like pushing, shoving, tumbling. Uh, there's, you know, just it's in the air right now, but it's a bad time in a conference tournament to do it. You know what? I'm kicking myself here for not playing this more. I like Pacific tonight. Pepper oh in the Pacific. No. They're there's winning 51-39 no right now. Should have been favored in that game. I'm, I'm with you right now. That's probably the worst mistake that I made today. Besides not betting more on Arizona. What do you think now? Was, uh, was it's not six taking and a half. The in-game betting, uh, yeah. yeah, sure, yeah. Listen, one thing. I mean, they're I minus six my and a half. Was, my day was already set earlier today in the Illinois State Northern Iowa game. That lead, Northern Iowa, got up twenty early. That was the first half. game of the day. There's no yeah, quitting after that. Betting, <laughs> Eighteen and a half, seventeen and a half. Oh, I pounded Illinois State. So I mean, I was set. By 2 o'clock today, I had already made my money for the day, so I'm good. But, yeah, Pepperdine, young team, all freshmen and sophomore. If they all come back next year, uh, Lorenzo Romar is going to have a really good team. Uh, that's a team that I'm looking to jump on early. And, you know, that's something that's really important right now, right? Like, everybody's thinking about the NCAA tournament. For me, it's really important over these next two weeks to watch the conference tournaments because, you know, 100 teams are going to make – a postseason tournament, NCAA tournament, NIT, CBI, all that nonsense, right? Then there's 250 teams that this is our last impression of them. This is what we have to carry into the offseason and, you know, look forward to next year. You want to be prepared for college basketball next November and December at the time that is the books are most susceptible to be beaten is early season college basketball. If you want to be prepared for that, you need to start doing your work now. And I know everybody's thinking NCAA tournament, but you got to be thinking, you got to play the long game. You got to watch some of these conference tournaments, see some of these teams, and make some notes, put some thoughts in your head that, like, okay, I like this team. They're bringing back four or five starters next year. That's a team I'm looking to jump on early. Pepperdine's a perfect example. You know, these guys are going to get pasted in this game, but if they bring back everybody, I think eight of their top nine guys are sophomore and freshmen. They bring back everybody, keep everybody out of the portal. That's a team I'm looking to jump on early in November next year. Yeah, I used to always tell myself, remember these things, right? Watching a team, bowl season's good for that. <laughs> Same thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're watching, like, a meaningless bowl game, and there's a blowout or this or that. But if you're, as you stated, for the initiated, you're paying attention, and you're like, you know what, man? 
Man, this kid's going to be good next year. That kid's going to be good. And they got these guys coming back, and you make your notes, and you know, and they're coming in next year because you'll never remember. You're not going to remember what? seven months later. Oh, man, I really like Kent State, and I forgot about that, <laughs> right? Like what? something might ring a bell before, but it's like Robert is correct. Take notes and write it down. It's crazy. As soon as I started talking about this game, they froze it. I want to get in on the over 156 and a half. The total was 160. I thought it was a little high. I wouldn't mind 154 and a half here in this Pacific game. Um, but let's let's take a look at the overnight uh, card here right now, or at least some of these morning, morning D-Gen special games. I'll rattle off a bunch. Actually, you know what? Let's start off with Northern Iowa. They get Bradley because we both bet Northern Iowa. They get Bradley. Um, Northern Iowa, 10.5-point underdogs against uh, Bradley. Total is 135.5. What do you think of this uh, 1 o'clock Eastern matchup? Got to take the points as an automatic bet. Any double-digit underdog in a conference tournament, you have to bet. Okay, and I got burned with it today. I had Evansville. They lost by a million. Uh, Colgate, I forget who they played. Loyola, Maryland. They had Loyola, Maryland. They got they got buried. You want to talk about a, brag, a potential bracket buster, by the way. Colgate, that's a team that can put up points in a hurry. But any double-digit underdog in a conference tournament, it's an automatic bet in March. And here's another thing. Okay. I, this is kind of an underrated aspect of betting in March teams that have played in a conference tournament game and gotten that first win under the belt, their belt, gotten that first game. They have a massive advantage over teams, you know, Detroit almost beat Youngstown state in Youngstown state today. Okay. Teams that have that first win under their belt have a massive advantage. Okay, you're, you're looking at the end of your season. You're, you got your life in your hands. Okay, yeah. you escape a game like that, and then you move on, and you're playing a team that's just kind of wandering into the into the playoffs, into the postseason. That's a big advantage for a team like that. So the fact that Northern Iowa got that win today, I think they're going to come out and play well in the first half. Uh, I definitely am going to bet them. Automatic play as a double-digit underdog. But I'm definitely going to look at them in the first half. I wouldn't be surprised if that's like a 28-25 game going into halftime. Maybe Bradley hits the Jets in the second half. Maybe not. But another game to look at in that tournament, Indiana State. Okay, they got they got the kinks out. Got that first win under their belt. You know, they're playing a team in Belmont that stepped up in competition this year, moving from the OVC to uh, the Missouri Valley. They've never been an arch madness. I think Indiana State's just better than them, period. They're favored despite being the lower seed tomorrow. Uh, that's that's definitely a game that I'm going to be playing tomorrow is uh, the Sycamores. Robert Frigno kicking it with us on the late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bradley and the Panthers played on February the 4th, 77-69. And something that Robert said, I was talking about that earlier in the week, just bringing up the uh, I use the the analogy and it's you know what your last name's Ferrigno so it's perfect actually it's like the Hulk the 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 Hulk strength you know like lifting the car don't make me angry the mom when the kids under the superhuman strength even bad teams will throw their best shot Robert in the conference tournament right like they know this is it we lose the season's over let's go out there and have fun and Inevitably, there's always a couple of teams where the, the you know what I mean, some kid that can't shoot suddenly I, I, yeah, starts hitting over threes. Over in the Horizon League, over in the Horizon League, IUPUI, 
Okay, they're five and twenty-six <laughs> overall, two and eighteen in conference play. They're, they're one of the probably five or six worst teams in college basketball this year. Okay, two, like out of their five wins, two of them I think came against Division two teams. Right, they're sixteen-point underdogs in their first-round conference game. They lose by three points to Robert Morris. All right, yeah, like you're giving these teams new life. These teams that have been out of the conference race for two months. They haven't had anything to get excited about for two months. But they know this is our shot, man. Like it's March. Anything can happen. Maybe we can punch our ticket. Maybe we can win a game. Yeah, they're, they're going to come to play. They're playing with house money. You know, you get these teams that are 12, 13, 14, 15 point underdogs, especially when you get into the big conference games also. Yes, they're going to be active. They're, they're, they're not going to go out without a fight. This isn't some random Tuesday game in January where you get down 14 points and you start thinking about where you're going to the bar after the game. Like, this is it. Some of these guys are playing for their careers. That's why one of my big angles over the next few weeks is to play teams that have a lot of seniors, experienced teams, you know, Penn State, Marshall, you know, a, a team like DePaul. All right, DePaul stinks. They're in the Big East. They're terrible, right? Five of their top six guys are seniors. This is it. Whoever they play in the first round of the Big East tournament, you're going to get an effort out of them. They're going to be six, seven-point underdogs. They're going to come to play. You know, Utah State, Drake, Loyola Marymount, like you talked about before. These teams that have all these seniors, these guys are playing for their lives. You're going to get a level of desperation out of them that you don't get during the regular season. I want to back them getting points, okay? Now, you said earlier no, you're not a fan of national championship futures when it comes to March Madness. What about conference tournament uh, futures? Much shorter, right? Like, obviously, much shorter. You could argue, well, you could flip, you know, flip games over, but is there a couple of conferences? I know you did a great write-up. You've done a couple of write-ups at Doc Sports breaking down some of these conference tournaments. So we've got conference tournament odds for pretty, you know, every conference right now at FanDuel uh, posted. Is there a couple of conference tournament winners that you have your eye on? No, because the odds for the number one seed, the number one and the number two seeds, you're usually laying heavy juice, especially in the in the smaller conference tournaments. When if you go back and look, the top seeds they win their conference tournament about fifty percent of the time. So you know, unless you want to bet some long shots, you know, in the in the Big Ten, grab some of those mid tier underdogs, right? That's been an underdog conference for the last three weeks. Michigan covering again again tonight. All all those teams are all those teams in the Big Ten are great at home, terrible on the road. So throw them into a neutral site. God only knows what's going to happen. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't. I don't like those championship futures odds. I just. I think there's a lot more value in individual games. This I'll time. throw one out. I'll throw a nice D-Gen one out there for you for everybody right now. Mm-hmm. Vermont Catamounts. Vermont Catamounts, minus minus 175. I'm actually surprised. That's why I bring it up. I'm actually surprised by some of these odds, to be honest. And this is where, like, if you want to get into parlays, like Houston. Houston are minus 320 to win the American Athletic. That's what I'm saying. Should be higher. That's what I'm saying, no, but, but it actually it, should be higher. It, like it if you, should be because of how much better they are. But this goes back to what we were talking about before. You're making, what, like a three-game parlay? Basically, you're making a three-game parlay yeah. at minus three thirty. I mean, we've we, we've been there. It's March. We've seen it. Like crazy stuff happens this time of year. Teams get hot. Teams get hot. Players get hot. It's just the the value is not there. Take that money that you're going to throw, you know, 
throw into that and double down on Utah State this Saturday <laughs> on Saturday. That's that's my play right there. Final home game, playing against Boise State, who just came off a kind of ridiculous win against San Diego State. They held the Essex scoreless the last five minutes of that game. Came from buying and won. Perfect letdown spot. Utah State hasn't had a lot of, like, big games in Logan this year. For whatever reason, just the way the schedule has worked, uh, no. You know, don't, don't jump on Houston. Jump on uh, Utah State. Robert Ferrigno, Doc Sports. Great stuff, uh, Robert. We'll definitely do it again. Uh, let's talk when the brackets are set, when, when everything is uh, is locked and loaded. Selection Sunday, of course, next week. Enjoy the games uh, tomorrow. May the winners uh, be yours, and uh, we'll speak soon. Thanks, Robert. Yeah, good luck to you and uh, all your listeners. There's Robert Ferrigno, Doc Sports. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. This is Sports Rage. Thanks to Robert for joining us on the program. We've got a lot more to come. Brent Sobleski will join us from Indianapolis. Big Card Julio from the Windy City. Angelo Zara. We step onto the pitch. Uh, week two, MLS soccer. So a college basketball. Uh, Pacific is taking it to Pepperdine uh, right now. It's 60 to 45. The in-game total is currently 150.5. Pacific are minus 10.5 right now. We've got Washington State putting the finishing touches on the Huskies, 93-84. In the game's final seconds, the Ducks are crushing the Bears. It's 84-49. And uh, Arizona, we are on Arizona. Arizona are up 10 right now with four minutes remaining. So they've got 140 points. The in-game total right now is 158.5. We're not as patient or as prudent as uh, Robert is, so I'm going to see if we can jump in on the total here. And I swear to God, it's like they read my mind and then they freeze it on me. Did they just pull it? Was I a second too late on this? This will be a foul fast, and USC won't tap out down the stretch. It's the thing with all these teams right now. Overs come into play here. You want a little tip at this time of the year. Overs will cash more now late in the season. Teams are, it's their last game of the year. In some instances, not this game, but you know what I mean? Some instances, teams' last game of the year, conference tournament game, they're going to go down swinging. And another thing is, too, in games like this and other games like this in the bigger conferences, even if a team is losing and they know like they're close to being on the bubble or they're on the bubble or just, you know, in for seeding, the, the, the NCAA committee, these guys are insane. They watch everything. 
They really do. Like, they are watching every possession of every game. And, you know, they notice everything. Like a type of deal. Well, you know what? We would put him in, but I was watching them, and they quit when they were down 10 with four minutes left. So why would we put him in the tournament? Right? Like, they watch every possession. Pull the trigger. Over. 158 and a half in game. This is Sports Rage. Bring it.